sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, commuters. Good morning. <laughs> I tell you, all this is not Southern California. I don't know what the hell's going on here. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is going back to like 2016. And it's just been like crazy. All all I do here is, I, I, I don't know, my upper body is getting really strong because I'm just loading up so many sandbags, it's ridiculous. We have not flooded out yet in the backyard, but I have two systems going on with the sump pumps. I've never had to do that before, I gotta say. Thank goodness in the house, we got Anthony Rodriguez. He's gonna put it all together for us. How you doing today, Anthony? I'm still breathing, how are you guys? I'm just, well, that's a good thing. I, I called you. I know, you know, because I'm your big sister. So I've called you a few times, and you know, in you know normal hours, okay, it, like ten o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I go, are you sick? This one, I haven't gone to bed yet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing, <laughs> Anthony? What's going on? No, I've just been helping out at the office of emergency management. Um, the food bank cert team was. Uh, Actually, uh, we opened up the call center for the community and provided the community, you know, the you know pr the information that they needed to be able to be okay. And so, um, you know, we had a great time supporting as always. Um, we have a great community that we try our best to take care of, and you know, uh, you know, just working there with the team is is really amazing. I mean, we got some uh, more weather coming up though. That's that's the thing, and we're so still so saturated from the last storm. We all have to make sure that we're always you know very aware of our surroundings i mean trees are coming down left and right um even if there's no rain right now but there's trees are coming down left and right power lines are coming down so people need to be really aware of those things especially when it's raining or the ground is saturated you know it, we can have a debris flow or, 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 or a slide um and you know there's other things that have been happening all over the place i mean malibu had five earthquakes in less than i think 20 minutes uh uh, El Centro had 13 earthquakes in less than 25 minutes. So, you know, it's just the ground is moving and there's just a lot happening. So we all just have to be aware of our surroundings. Be safe, you know, keep those eyes open and it's going to rain. Make sure your car is okay. You know, your windshield wipers work, you know, tires are okay. If not, you know, get those fixed. There's just yeah. just basic things that we needed to be, you know, keeping well, our eye out well, for. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday, we are going to be getting, it's going to be bad. Okay, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So that's why I got to say for the last five, six years, uh, having all your chips for the disaster, the quake, all this kind of stuff. So, hey, it's like I said, when my ex-mother-in-law comes up to me and she tells, she shows me her go bag, okay? She's 82 years old and she's got a freaking go bag. She's ready to go, baby, okay? <laughs> Love you, Toy Solda. Still feeding, still last probably 20, 25 years. Spence takes a day out and uh, I, I, I'm involved in that now, too, at St. Michael's, feeding the homeless. We've got Angela Miller-Bevan here, director of the Unity Shop, a CEO, right? I, I always mess. You. I am the CEO of CEO. Unity Shop. Thank you. <laughs> so are you ready for the big storm coming up? I loved it because somebody the other day said, I'm with the CEO at Unity Shop, and they said, <laughs> well, what's his name? Yeah. I was like, his name is Angela. <laughs> It's a she. Things are great at the Uni Shop, but can I give a shout out because this is Team Sport Radio? I can't tell you how exciting it is to uh -huh. see the Dons 
kick some basketball booty. They are just amazing. And they won, and it was the most amazing game for them. So just wanted to give them a shout out because I was there. The kids all came flying off the bleachers, and it was true high school happiness. It was a beautiful thing to see. Nice. And your your son is having fun? He is having fun and he's loving he's loving being a a Don just like his good old mom. There you go. So we have two generations now, Santa Barbara High. Very excited about that. But Unity Shop is good. We're um trudging along. We have our numbers are doubling and um we're just really grateful to the community. If anybody wants to get some volunteer hours in, please come down. Unity Shop has a great volunteer program. Sweet. Sweet. All right, in the house also we've got uh, a view from the deck. Christine, Marie, how you doing, Christine? I'm good, I'm here. Yeah. We also got Alex Ramirez. We've got future Dr. Sky Ellsworth is here. <laughs> how you doing, Sky? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, we're gonna round it out from Houston, our advocate, Stephanie Forrester. How you doing, Steph? I'm good. I right. a couple of things about the weather that you guys are talking about, but we can get to that. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, I, I love that everybody's coming together for the weather and preparing themselves in, I'm sorry, in eight days, it'll mark the, the passing of my son, two years passing of my son in, ten, in eight days. And I wish that our community could come together again to try to help with our drug issues and the fentanyl so yeah i'm it's frustrating and i have there's no been no actually really no movement done and um i just it would be nice to get everybody empowered the way that we get empowered to do um other things as a community yeah well i know like with angela we've talked about it we we the people there are we are aware of the spike that Santa Barbara has had and it's in Torrance and it's in Palos Verdes and it's all over the nation. Um, what's happening? It's all over the world. It's in Rome and Italy too. Yeah. Right. But, we were, we've been, but we've been promised to have an educational program um, implemented and we haven't. And we've been promised all sorts of extra resources for kids or everybody to get to. We don't have anything yet. Still. I would so. like I would like to interject because I am super excited right now because we actually are doing something. So Great. I am actually actively working with the Rotary Club and I am on the committee and I'm also the people on that committee are um, the mayor's wife is working with us. We have all the schools are getting on board and we're actually starting an educational program that's going to be start. It's going to be much younger kids because the studies have shown that we have to start teaching our kids at the beginning. And so not only that, we're actually actively handing out um, dispose ways to dispose of drugs. There's going to be an education part to it. And there's also um when you start to uh, i'm just learning about all this but when you um have a fentanyl overdose what we're handing out in our community isn't strong enough to stop the overdose and so uh rotary's actually done the studies just like they did polio they've now created something that is much stronger and they're going to be we're going to be handing it out to the community everyone involved schools um 
police, firemen, and so that they will have something that's even stronger to stop overdoses. So we are actively- Is it the, is injectable? Is it the injectable? No, it still is the one that they do uh, into it's their- the nasal one. The nasal. Yeah, it's a nasal. So I'm talking- You know, we'll, we'll, get, we, we'll talk about this more later if we can. The thing yeah. is, everybody always talks, my approach on anything is this. The, the remedies and remedies and remedies are great, but the cause, and I like to t take efforts and monies, and this is me personally, when I when you're directing um, um, monies and supports on things, let's like, let's, let's I, would, I would take a 1% on every homeowner, who would it put that into the police force, okay? Let's have the police on the ground. Let's like, uh, you can't tell me that we can't go at the source of it. I want the root of the evil, the spike of the 300% increase in deaths. Okay, fine. We can stick something up somebody's nose, we could save a life. Great, okay? But let's go to the cause. Let's go to the how the crap is getting in our town, how that kind of stuff. The, I mean, Santa Barbara's a bubble, so and that is based on a community. And we got Anthony out there. We've got a lot of people with a lot of knowledge how to shut things down. Okay, we, supposedly we have a great sheriff, okay? Um, and I'm sure he's got, he feels like his hand is, and I know you think he's a great one, Christine. I was just going to say, and let's go to the cause of the cause of the root of the cause is the connection, Thank right? You. Community right. connection, yeah. really, really holding these. I mean, these kids and and this are are all, all of the people who are going through a lot of crisis right now with the feeling disconnected and not feeling in community enough, being able to connect. COVID was a really, you know, separating, divisive kind of time in our in our world, and I know I for myself. I still haven't made my way back to a lot of things, you know. I mean, I have my be I have my wonderful pod, and I'm so grateful because I don't know what I would do without them. Um, and I'm so lucky, but some people don't have that. Yeah. Hmm. Woo! Got a lot of show. We got Dominique Hawkins waving at me. She's up with the live packet after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And I have a teen life hacket moment for you. The last thing we were talking about is the importance of connection and connectivity and that that connection between human beings is so important in every single community. So the first life skill that I wanna talk about uh, is volunteering. This is an excellent way to come back into connection with your family and your community. And so I wanna encourage teens to talk to your parents about things that you're interested in and find ways that you can volunteer. And teen, if your parents are you know, really busy working and they don't have extra time to do that, check in with your grandparents, check in with your other friends, 
but volunteering. And we have the uh, Unity Shop with us today, and they're really big on helping people find ways to volunteer. And I want to talk about it also globally and pull in Dr. May as well, that even in Rome, Italy, <coughs> that connectivity, you can help heal that connection by volunteering for your community. Nice. Yeah, I think, I think that's actually really a, good, a really good point because Unity Shop has some excellent volunteering uh, opportunities and Food Bank does as well for, for kids and their parents to do it together. Um, so that's, you know, there's a lot of good things that come out of that. If you want to later on have a, a career in something, you can volunteer at, a, you know, if you want to do fire, you can volunteer at the fire department. If you want to become a police officer, you can volunteer at the police department. There's so many opportunities for you to be able to get those skills that you need to be able to further yourself. So it's great. Nice. It's, Dr. It's May, so mentally. Healing. Yeah. Go ahead. Dr. Dr. May, the healing aspect of the whole rebuilding the community after COVID, what, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, yes, so uh, it's a great topic that we are talking about today. And, um, uh, you know, I'm a doctor of psychology and I wrote a book uh, dedicated to uh, substance abuse and uh, overcoming it. And uh, um, I would like to volunteer <laughs> from Rome by sending you this book because, like, my goal is really to distribute it in schools. That's exactly what you <coughs> just mentioned. And uh, I, I would like to send you a copy of this book and I propose also some initiatives that could be done in the communities to fight the uh, abuse of, of drugs. Uh, but also it's, it's meant for education uh, of kids because I believe um, why addiction happens. I'm, I'm an ex-drug addict and I know why I was addicted to drugs uh, because uh, I had um, issues like mental issues. Uh, I had uh, like disconnection from my parents. I had disconnection from community. I grew up abroad. I didn't grow up in Russia. I grew up in Eastern Europe and I started using drugs here. Then when I moved to Miami, I also used drugs there to fit in so I can completely understand people who use drugs because they are disconnected uh, not only from community but also from themselves they don't know what to do with their lives that's why they're trying to escape the reality by uh, using psychoactive substances to uh, to go inside the illusion where they're not bothered by the reality which they have no control over so I completely understand the whole thinking process behind uh, being addicted to substances. And that's why I try to put uh, all this information in my book. And I believe it will be very uh, important and useful uh, for kids from age 10 to, uh, to read it and to understand, uh, like, like, you know, about drugs. I wrote about all different types of drugs, all the uh, available drugs, all the popular drugs, what they do to the mind, and also how you can replace uh, you know, they need to take the drugs by like really focusing on your life. Um, I'm, I'm saying that you have to draw uh, out a plan for your life in the eight um, in the eight dimensions. Also, I call them eight pillars of of, of life or eight pillars of happiness. So if we uh, sit down and draw like a table and we fill um, this table with our goals you know the ultimate life goal is like what we want to accomplish throughout the life uh, so until we die and then we step back and we write uh, the next goal for the next 10 years and then we step back and we write the goal for the five years and then finally we write the goal for one year and for one year we write down uh, like the um, you know, like uh, in details what we want to accomplish in all these eight dimensions and also like if we can't accomplish it, if something goes wrong, what what we're going to do about it. 
So we really like write in details what to do, and then we focus on this, uh, and we focus on achieving this, and then we do this in all these eight different areas. Uh, it really like right life starts making sense. And you really start to understand what you want from your life. And by starting to do these things, you also understand, is it good for you? Or maybe it was an illusion. Maybe you don't really want that from your life. Maybe mm -hmm. someone thinks that they want, I don't know, to make a lot of money. But when they start making a lot of money, like it happened to me, they understand that money is not the answer. That they need to find a deeper meaning in life because uh, you know all these um, you know designer clothes and the trips to fancy locations they don't feel the the um, like the emptiness which they have inside so they have to do something else so that's why they have to find a purpose and the purpose is usually like helping other people like you mentioned volunteering and you know and all these things they need to be explained to kids from the childhood because no one explains it not in school not in university I first I went to economic university nobody explained to me there then i went to uh university of psychology no one explained it to me there either you know and i had to figure it out by myself you know like why uh, was i addicted to drugs because i didn't have a, a like a plan for my life and that's why i didn't know what to do and i went for false goals for false uh, you know purposes and and that's why every time i would reach something it would hurt me that it did not fulfill me so uh um, so beautiful yeah that's beautiful but christine is jumping at the bit I just I got really I got really excited when you talked to when you said something about you know local look getting um connected into into you know into volunteering and local and I just remembered that um I had just read this article that FEMA which is the federal emergency management agency is looking for teen leaders for their next youth preparedness council um which is a um it's for students who want to make a positive impact on their communities and I think and Natalie, you know what you're talking about too. It's like no, we have a lot of times we haven't been told this, but sometimes it's something that we have to do and that we have to show and we have to help our kids do as well, not just tell them because sometimes they can't hear and so they have to see it and they actually have to go move forward and do it, like actually do something. Even the planning's great, but also moving forward to do something is really great. And one of those things when we do feel like when these things, I, I totally understand when these things would not fulfill you, what is fulfilling? Um, uh, it's my understanding that one of the most fulfilling things we can do is to you know take is to to um donate our time is to become part of something in our community and so um anyways just um just so if anyone's interested in the youth preparedness council any of those teens out there there's actually a, an application and there's a material uh, there's a uh, i think it's on, it's on fema.gov and you can just look up youth preparedness council but it's it's a really nice thing to do um in our community and it's in july is when the first council meeting starts Excellent. Alex, I know you want to add to this. As far as community and connection, you know, it's it can be challenging for kids, you know, who are, are deep in the uh, in their drug or, or addiction habit habit um, to make a connection. And sometimes they use drugs to make that connection. But they're like how you were saying it, it's it's um, Natalie, it's it's they don't know who they are and they need to figure out who they are. And, and kids peer pressure is hard. Uh, establishing your your group your pod is, is hard and and you know i have to say just don't listen to your friends you know uh, try to listen to your good role models that you have in your life and then the people that really care about you and support you your family even though we try to as, as teenagers in high school we tend to gravitate away from our parents because it's like anti everything i don't want to listen to my mom i don't want to listen to my dad 
It's an opposite day. I want to do what I want. <laughs> Stay close to your family. That's, that's one thing I got away from. And that's why I gravitated towards alcohol way too young. And I, I completely regret it. I, I got away from basketball. I got away from karate. I got away from the things that I love. And I went towards the wrong path. I went on the wrong path. My family brought me back. My close friends brought me back. I found fitness, basketball. I got back into the things that I loved again. And that really helped me get sober and, and try to stay sober. Because, you know, I've had my relapses and I've had issues. Um, but I'm back on track. And, you know, it's it's always a struggle and it's always a battle. So kids, you know, find something positive, find something supportive, a good, good role model will will go a long, long way to keep you on the right path. No, you know what's amazing to me about you is that you're honest and authentic. And when people tell their stories, it's you're relatable. You you're become relatable, relatable, Alex. I mean, you're a human and you're relatable and you're being honest and you're being generous. And that just tells me that you've done the work. Listen, we, we're going to have a hooga after this, but I want to uh, let um, Richard Ellsworth, I know he's going to close it out. And he's going to say what we're going to be doing next because he likes to yell the word. Richard. Wow. Well, I wish I had a little more time to dig into everything that everyone has been talking about. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but with all of these things, I, I really am pushing chiropractic in a community where people can start to make that connection between their minds and their bodies mm -hmm. because every little impulse even from a small adjustment moving one thing out of place back into place sends that signal up into the brain creates adaptability and you start to think differently it gets you out of a cycle and starts to uh, allow you to make the positive changes that you need to that are more in align with who you are and the community that you live in and i am so excited for the huga coming up next Come on and work it for me and let you body move We are here together and we're in the groove We gon' party tonight, we gon' dance around Where all my steppers at, I know how to get down Come on, step it to your right, to your right. now step it to your left and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. You're live. For Teen Sports Radio, I'm Don Sanders. Don's MassageOhi.com, 805-236-2684. And I'm here to share with you a huga, a, a Danish term for a comfy, cozy feeling, like a hug without getting the physical embrace. And uh, we've been talking this morning about uh, volunteering for young folks. And I just wanted to talk about a couple different things uh, in regards to that. Uh, every morning brings fresh possibilities. And so are we, are we launched? Or do we have do we have things going that are taking us? You know, we're seeing ourselves checking off goal after goal for goal, or have things quashed our dreams? So, two scenarios there. The the first one, I'm going to talk a bit about team building, about how we need a team to to if things seem like they're rolling forward, to keep them rolling forward, we need we need a team. 
The other one is baby steps. Um, we talked about volunteerism earlier in the show. In my middle school, the, the principal got us uh, male athletes uh, talking about boys with lots of energy. He got us all parking cars over at Stanford football games, and they gave us a ticket after that to go in and see the games. Then later on, they had us selling programs. Then we got 49 $1 bills and a ticket to see the game when we got done with that. And uh, it, it really helped because if he hadn't have done things like that to keep us moving moving uh, our energy in constructive directions then a lot of us might see each other in um, in the detention room after we got kicked out of class uh, playing with those little triangular footballs and so on which we weren't supposed to do in there so uh, as to, for team building, I'm not a great scholar of LeBron's life, but a lot of people here will have heard of uh, the uh, worldwide sports figure, LeBron James. When he was young, he played youth basketball with a group of guys that he has stuck with through his whole life. And I don't know if every single one of them is still with him, but, you know, Sports Illustrated put him on the cover when he was a teenager saying he was the next all-world big thing. Now he's in his late 30s, still playing at an amazingly high level, has the all-time leading NBA scoring record, has built a school in his hometown of Cleveland for at-risk youth, has started a production company and produces all kinds of TVs and films and things, has a podcast where athletes and other other people mix together in a barbershop kind of atmosphere and they just talk about life. Somebody asked him, how could you do this when you're so busy with basketball? And he says, none of us can do any of this on our own just on our own so so whether you've had whether you've had some stumbles and falls i myself had a lot of shyness it was very hard for me sometimes to that's that's why i kind of push myself into sports because i had to become more of an extrovert to be able to survive there so whether you've had setbacks or whether everything seems to be going well you got to create and then when you build a team you have to have people around you that will you, if you know and trust each other well enough, you have to be able to call each other out sometimes. You have to be able to say, hey, this doesn't sound like you. This doesn't sound like the person I know. And, and, and those kind of things can help you course correct so that you can be a better person when you're, you know, when you're at home or in your classes or you're, you know, if you're getting jobs and you're in a workplace. In the morning, like I say, every morning brings fresh possibilities. Um, for the for the for the team that's here on Zoom in the background there that cabinet I'm chanting Namyo Horinge Kyo in the morning for uh, focus clarity simplicity to accept challenges because challenges even if they don't look very fun are how we grow engagement and I'm always redetermining to be thoughtful useful and sincere and not feel resentful not feel like you know the world's the world's picking on me or 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 any of that some such so i i really love where we've been going today and i just wanted to share and add that and i wanted to see if anybody on the team has any uh anything they want to reflect on based on what i've said no richard yes <laughs> hey. oh, oh sky i know he's there uh -huh. richard <laughs> Well, I'll just, I'll Sorry. just, I'll let Sky go. I'll just say this very briefly, and that is that I've been saying for decades, I am where I am, not because of my own efforts. It's because of the thousands of people that have been in my life. Yeah. Yes. 
Debts mm. of gratitude. Debts of gratitude. Absolutely. We have to always remember debts of gratitude. Yeah. Sky. I, I completely agree. Um, in the in the program that I'm in right now, um, you know, most people in a grad program, you take, you know, four or five courses and I have 12 and it's their medical classes and it's impossible to do without a team. It really is. You know, it's everybody relying on each other, people from previous quarters, and it, it creates that sense of connection now because you just can't do it on your own, right? It, it would be impossible. And then life throws other things at you and, and you have more things to do and you realize just how much, how interconnected everybody is and how we're constantly sharing that energy. And, you know, I, I was reminded earlier um, when we were talking a little bit about um, the, the drug problem, I was thinking about the uh, the dopamine problem that, that exists in, in society right now where we get fixated and can't see outside of these blinders because of, you know, things that give us those dopamine hits, you know, phones or whatever. And, you know, I know I've talked before about how cold showers help to, you know, break that, that dopamine addiction. And, um, you know, you can start to see outside and start to be Become more adaptable but it's amazing how much those little dopamine hits prevent us from reaching out and making those connections and i don't just mean like energetically but also physically we want to hold up in our rooms in our house and post pandemic that happened um just constantly creating that same type of stimulus where because we're getting all that dopamine we can't feel and we can't connect so the idea of, of a team, you know, I would just encourage everybody to think back through their lives and just go through all of the different people that have helped and supported them, um, just like Dr. D was saying earlier, that have made them who they are and to just be reminded how important it is to surround yourselves with community and family. Yeah. So, cra so craving dopamine isolates you, in other words. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Stephanie, we got a minute. Quick um, about the volunteering. I know that Justin, I worked two decades uh, for and volunteered for the Dream Foundation and we started Flower and Power and the kids would come. All of the kids from Justin's school got involved with it. They, they, they helped put the bouquets together and they loved it. And then when I worked for the Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation, the kids would come in and write cards to little cards to everybody which we bring out we send to people they felt really they they felt really involved they they enjoyed it they they got it you yeah. know so that it's it was it was good to see watch them do that and then nice. yeah so angela how do we get a hold of you if you if we want to volunteer sam and anthony you're right after her then we got to go so Unity Shop loves their volunteers. We have about 1,700 volunteers a year, and it's a great way for young people to come and get their community service hours. All you have to do is go to Unity Shop slash volunteers, and you can sign up for two-hour shifts. So it's super easy, Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. Anthony, I just want you to say how we can get a hold of you for volunteer hours, and then we're going to close the show. So for volunteer hours, you can get a hold of me at 805-335-4067 uh, for the food bank again. Uh, and we also have some cert classes coming up that you can volunteer for. Um, you can be a victim, have some fun. Again, 805-335-4067. Or you can find me at um, A. Rodriguez at foodbanksbc.org. Sweet. Woo! Guess what we got up next? We got Dr. May from Rome right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back and I let me 
The Queen of Teen, please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dr. Natalie May from Rome, and I am going to talk about the eight dimensions of happiness that are necessary for a fulfilling life. So uh, we have discussed in the previous programs the psychological, physiological dimensions, also family and lifestyle. And today I'm going to talk about the occupational and financial dimensions of happiness. So um, occupation is um, uh, extremely important because um, it contributes to the in, in enhancement and creativity in our lives. The role of occupation is um, uh, in, in happiness is undeniable. Finding meaning and satisfaction in our work is crucial, and uh, it's uh, uh, we need to understand that the work is not only uh, for financial purpose to, to get money, which most people think, unfortunately. The work, uh, occupation is much larger, in, and it can be um, it can be uh, also um, dedicated to uh, education, for example, like me, like part of my occupation is educating others. So uh, it's important to understand that uh, uh, this is something that they're going to do for a lifetime. So we shouldn't um, take it as like a, a, a side hustle just there for the money. But we really need to find what makes us um, uh, fulfilled and purposeful. So I would like to uh, advise to everyone to dedicate a big time, especially, I mean, I'm talking to teens now, so I would like to advise them to really think about from the young years what they want to be in their life, not only just, you know, to get money and then retire young, like most people want to do it, not do anything. Because the moment you start to do nothing, you might fall into a big rabbit hole like I did. You know? So when I made so much money, then I, I didn't have anything to do for money. I started using drugs because I didn't know what, what nothing made me happy. Because uh, for how long you can be lying on the beach with a, with a cocktail? You know, not for too long because you will get bored, unfortunately, and you will start uh, seeking other pleasures. And usually these pleasures, you know, they really uh, drive you down instead of uh, driving you up. So occupation must be considered. And... Um, uh, so uh, the next one is finance. So finance is, um, you know, apart from like getting the money, uh, it's also important to uh, invest the money wisely, which I did not do, <laughs> unfortunately, when I had the opportunity, uh, because I did not have education and I did not have information how to uh, advise it. But in, in the United States, I think there are so many great uh, coaches uh, who teach people how to um, invest and what to invest. I, for example, really like Grant Cardone. He's a, in, a real estate uh, investor and educator. He has a lot of uh, programs, coaching programs uh, for sales and for 
um, for success and also I, I I'm doing one of his programs right now so um, I, I'm not the, the one to advise on on financial literacy but if you uh, look into it and you should look into it um, because you need to understand that from the money you are making uh, instead of like spending it on parties and designer things you need to invest uh, so it will bring you income, and uh, this income will be your source of, uh, you know, of, of your, of, uh, of everything you need in your life in the future. So um, please, um, you know, market as uh, a very important in your life to uh, invest, and then you can have a good life for many years to come. Nice. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Would you ever, Natalie, be interested if, if I got teenagers and we did a Zoom talk with the things that you're speaking about? I think that would be really fantastic yes, to hear about. these kids hear, hear this and, and be on a, a Zoom and get, mm -hmm. get started with some of this information and then move on to a book or whatever is needed to be done. But I think what you're saying is just so important. Yeah. Yeah, especially, you know, my son only wore, wore James Pierce. I mean, he wore $2,000 pair of pants. You know, he didn't have that financial concept. Either mm -hmm. did I, but now I do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes, sure. And, and, and the life plan. Also, do, and, and, you know, ideas for how people can, um, young people can start to plan to find like a mission and a purpose because a lot of people they're just hanging out with friends and that somebody says hey they're hiring over here and and you just get you know you go where you got a little connection to just start doing something for a paycheck and that can become a habit as opposed to trying to find something more meaningful right okay you know Absolutely. we're blessed to have dr may weekly she's going to be here next week right Yay. Yes. Yes, yes, she's going to be here right now. Oh, she, she's here right now. She's going to be here next week. But right now, we've got to set ourselves up. Dr. D and I got to do the SB360 right after these messages. Yes. the queen of teen please tune in every single tuesday 9 a.m here we go how you doing dr d ah uh, doing very well doing very well i'm getting greener by the day let me tell you right yeah, we like the weather for sure yep i can tell you who likes the weather the most is our caitlin clark she's not ours but we love uh magic and this is a magical girl and she just beat the all-time college hoopster record and she's going to probably end up in the next, I don't know, five, six, seven games, who knows, uh, to beat Pistol Pete's college record. So we're looking forward to that. Who's this week's Athlete of the Week? Well, we have uh, on the girls' side, we have Gigi Mills. She is from San Marcos. And Lucas Zeffalato. He is from Santa Barbara and the basketball team. Congratulations to those two uh, for the week of uh, February 29th. 
And uh, then we're going to move over here. Uh, we're going to move over here, and here happens to be UCSB. Uh, UCSB has never made the Sweet 16 in men's basketball, but its history is anything but wonky. Now, Willy Wonka himself uh, would get a sugar rush, uh, basically in reviewing the Gauchos' uh, past, basically. And uh, they've made it into March Madness uh, several years in a row. And UCSB announced last week that it would soon add the posters of Gabe Vincent and Orlando Johnson to its Thunderdome Gallery when it reintroduces the Legends of the Dome program. That's very, I have to say, that is very cool to give recognition to uh, former players who have gone on to do some some big things. So, congratulations. Erica? Woo! Yep. All right, let's, uh, let's shake it up a little bit. Let's go to San Marcos Royals. We're going to do a little softball here. Sadly, they lose their opener 8-6 to Newberry. Uh, they had a five-run lead, and they watched it wash away the next five innings, sadly. Uh, to start the game in the first inning and, and blow up a score like that, to watch it evaporate, that's that's a crusher. But let's give lots of shouts to Charlotte Hastings, Kamala Morales, and Caitlin Burley for all their RBIs. Uh, nice game, ladies. And depending upon the weather, because we've had a lot of it, uh, check locally. They might be playing today. If it, does, if it gets washed out, then check Saturday. The next game will be Saturday. What else you got, Dee? Well, back to uh, UCSB baseball. Uh, basically, um, we had one gentleman by the name of Zender Darby. He continued his uh, slugging uh, in Sunday's game and knocked in his third home run in three games. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to overcome the host uh, team, the Campbell Camels. All right, then. Uh, then they won that particular game on Sunday, 7-3. to three. They took the series. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, that's why they play the games, uh, to uh, see who's going to uh, come out on top. And that's uh, uh, UCSB for you. What have you got on your end there, Erica? <laughs> Yo, UCSB, let's stick there. All Girls, right. Couchos, football wins. In the, at the very end of the game, with a four-run in the seventh inning over the UNLV Rebels last Sunday. And what I loved about this story most is a freshman, woo, freshman, okay, Tia Banks dro- drives in the winning run, carrying the gauchos to victory all day. Go, go. I love that. Mm. What do you got, Dee? Well, my last story here has to do with Westmont baseball. Uh, the Westmont uh, baseball team, 5-3-1. and one. Uh, evened the series with uh, 24th ranked Cal Poly Pomona 4 to 2 with the, they are 4 and 2 I should say with a 7 to 4 win at uh, Russ Carr Field on Friday afternoon each team now has one victory in the four game series and um, the right hander uh, basically who is uh, junior uh, Byron Peck allowed two runs on seven hits and struck out six and then walked just one, which ain't bad. And the walk was the first of the season for Peck uh, in 17 and a third innings at work. I have no idea how that uh, unfolds into an ERA, uh, but it still sounds pretty darn good, Erica. Woo! All right, I will finish off with some hoops. In the college hoops, UCSB took the loss in an away game, 68-64, against Hawaii. That over 5,000. Fans of the stand. I always like wow. to hear that. Yeah. That kid 
pie on the top of the Big West. Shout out to Alex Whitfield. She had 21 points. She had a double-double. Now on the uh, brighter side, Westmont. I had to go on their website to find it because I can't find anything. Hey, we don't have Santa Barbara Muse Press anymore. Right. All right. So I went on their website and they had a strong sh- showing last week. They uh, 87-71 over Silver Words of uh, Chaminada. Chaminada. Mm-hmm. Chaminada. There you They're go. 20. Okay, <laughs> that was last Saturday. I, I was like, Chaminada. I've never heard of such a school, but okay. So this team was led all the way from start to finish. Uh, Destiny, Okinawa, double-double, her third of the year. Bailey Fong and Maddie Bogan recorded three trips each. Nice job, Warriors. What can I say? They're going to finish up their season with a three-game homestand with the Vulcans from Hawaii. Woo! The Vulcans! I love that. I love that. That's great. I know, right? That's great. Star Trek! I love it! (laughs) I didn't know we had those people. Speed me up, Scotty. There. I hope they do okay. There you go. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get through this weather. It's gonna. What do you say about the record? It's something about oh, February. Yeah. Record. Uh, the February record uh, is uh, is probably going to be broken here in the next week to ten days. Current record set back in uh, 1997-98 was 21 and a third inches. Currently, uh, as of this uh, this program. Uh, it is at 15 and a half inches for the month of February alone. So uh, we we could see that record broken by uh, possibly this Sunday or Monday. So we'll see how that second storm uh, pans out for us. Sweet. I love it. All right. So I want everybody to stay safe. Okay. Um, you know, if you don't have to go anywhere, don't. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's going to be raining all week, but let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. Peace out. Love everybody. Give everybody a hug. All right. Stay here next week. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's up.